And a friend to me, myself, Sam Hickman. Hi, how are you doing? How are you? How's it all going? Okay, um, I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. I'm doing fine. Thanks for asking. Hi, hi, it's me back again. Uh, Sam Hickman for another episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast about my life and work as a freelance musician in the gig economy. Uh, let's get into it. What did you do this week? So, um, hi. Uh, my show was this week. Thank you. My show, Marge in the Moon, was this week. Um, ooh, ooh, some of you went to it and j'adored. Some of you didn't and je missed. Um, so, so, um, I have a surprise announcement at the end of the podcast episode. I'm going to tease it. Ooh, ooh, I'm teasing it. Ooh, just keep listening for an exciting update. Um, I'm really, I'm just, I'm thrilled to be here today. I got like, I got like enough sleep. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what happened today. I woke up at like 10, 10 a.m. and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I am ready and willing and able. Here we go. Um, anyway, so, okay, Marge in the Moon. So it was at the Moon, which is like, if you don't know, it's, it's, it's a basement bar. Um, it's an accessible venue. It's a basement bar. Um, but it's kind of like, like, like my, like, one woman stand-up comedy and harp musical show like is not really like is not really their their um their non de plume their uh, <laughs> their pen name their um their ethos not their ethos but like the thing that they that, that the venue is equipped for like the they usually do like pop and rock and alt things where people stand and there's like a stage okay so the way in which it's laid out is like it's like a giant L so there's like a walk downy rampy bit that's like the tall end of the L and then you can go off of that onto the stage and then the rest of the L is like a, around a corner is like the bar is right in front of you and then like over to the right hand side there's like additional seating and things um and so if you're stood on stage you can you can't be seen by like the rest of the room um like like so if i'm stood on stage you would have to stand literally like in the in the little like right hand right angle triangle point of the l Okay, got it. In like the the top, the the bottom corner of the L, in order to see me. So I was like, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna rearrange the room. I basically came into this venue and was like, let's change everything about this venue. <laughs> so I was like, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna set myself up at the like the the very end of the L. So if you're like a, like an uppercase L, not a lowercase L, an uppercase L. So if you're thinking like the bottom right-hand corner of the L, that's where I was. Um 
not where the corner not where the like corner happens but at the end this is um it took me a while to figure out which way the l went because i'm staring in a mirror and dyslexic so um the right the bottom right of the l is essentially where i was in um in this show so i was because then because then i could everyone could be seated and i could and i could do the show and like everyone could sit down for it because like i was like i don't want people to have to like stand for an hour and 20 minutes while i do a one woman harp concert it would be like that time that that Inaudi did a standing concert. Did you hear about this? Inaudi, the famous like, you know, the famous piano con- composer, did a standing concert. I feel like at like the O2 Academy or something, and people literally left halfway through because one, his songs are truly ten minutes long at any given point, um, and two, no one is going to stand during a piano concert. That's insane, especially like a like a modern contemporary. That's wild. So I was like, no, people are gonna sit. I'm going to make I'm going to make this bar into a theater for one night and one night only. Um, so I came in and I was like, okay, we're gonna I'm gonna put myself here. We're going to move literally all the tables. I made the sound check tech move all of the tables. I am a nightmare to work with. If you ever have me in a space, be be prepared that I will come in and change the entire space. I literally came with black curtains and a staple gun just in case. Like, like... Yeah, yeah, I have, I had a plastic bag full of, like, some black Ikea curtains that I had and, um, a staple gun. (laughs) I'm a lunatic, that's what you need to know. Anyway, so I was, like, so, so the, the only issue was there was, like, the accessible toilet behind me, and so I was, like, okay, we need to leave a gap so that people can get through, like, a, like a nice big gap so people can get through and use the loo if they need to. And then, like, because their, their other loos are down a flight, like a rickety flight of stairs with, like, a big old hole at the bottom. It's a it's a delight. The moon is a fantastic venue. Would recommend. Anyway, um, so... So we... I set up, and I, ha- I like, leave a little gap for the beginning bit, and I'm like... Oh, like, we do... Oh, of course I bring a spotlight. Of course I fucking bring my spotlight from home. Who do you think I am? Like, so the sound tech, like, moves one of the spotlights from, like, from the um, from the stage. Like, because they're on, like, pillars, and they're, like, winched to pillars. So he just unwinches it and, like, points it in my general direction. It was great. It was, like, truly... I was there, like, an hour early, and I was like, oh, here we go. Um... And then I like, yeah, I, I, um, honestly, okay. The Ikea does a spotlight that I would recommend everyone go out and buy because it's just like, I I feel like it's like 30 pounds. It is the brightest fucking thing on the planet. Like truly every single time I, I use it for anything, I'm like, oh, I will go blind if I stare directly into this. Um, don't stare directly into your spotlights, people. Don't do it. Don't do it. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, so I was like, Okay, I'm gonna. I'm. We're we're gonna set up. We did our sound tech. We we did the spotlights. Um, we did everything. The plan was we were gonna have my harp and everything kind of scooched in so people could get by to get to the accessible loo, and then we'd move it out for the start of the show because the show's like an hour and a half. Uh, actually, you know, it's like an hour fifteen, so it's not like like the end of the world. And then we can move it so people can use the loo again. Yeah, great. 
there was no dressing room at this venue, which like, hi, hi, I'm a nightmare. We knew this. Um, so I was like, I'm going to I'm going to try and figure out like where to leave all my stuff and also where to um, change because like everyone arrived. My parents arrived so early. My parents literally got there at like 615 and I was like, hi, this doesn't start until 730. What are you doing? <laughs> they were like, we just came to see guys to say hello. It's like, oh boy. Oh boy. Um, and then, okay. So the way, the way the show normally starts is that I have a podcast episode playing during the, the, the opening thing. Um, which like because because it's an, an immersive theatrical experience it like de it, it kind of like desensitizes you to the sound of my voice um kind of i guess um and like and like it takes out the like produced music element because like the sound tech was like what music do you want and i was like i do not want music don't play music because i am a, like I, I am a singing harpist like I, I, that's I'm doing two things and if you play something that's like a very produced track with a, like a big band or something on it then like people will be like ah big band and so when I play it will feel like a much thinner texture um and my mother was like, oh, you're going to play your podcast. My mother made fun of me for wanting to play my podcast episode, even even though it is the greatest idea I've ever had. Um, and people very much applauded it the last time I the last time I did it. Um, so I was just like, just play uh, like white noise, just play like a rainforest noise. Um, and it just sort of sounded like static. Um, ne- never mind. Never mind. And I just kind of sat on the, sat on the stage and I, and I <laughs> ate a Victoria's sponge cake <laughs> and then like yeah people people oh so we opened the doors at seven um it was great i almost made like there were like four or five people there already like at like six forty-five or something and i was literally like okay everyone go outside so we can make a queue and no one wanted to do that so we didn't do that but i was very close to being like no no, no everyone make a queue make a queue make it look like this is a, like like a like a popping thing like it's it's going we're doing it you know um they didn't want to do that so never mind um so we um so i'm like um i don't like there's no place for me to sit in my like gown and all of my like regalia um that's going to be like so that i can walk in and make an entrance because like if you're wearing a floor length bright green chiffon gown and like a big floral corsage and a floral headdress like you don't want to stand around and then be like okay we're doing it you know I I was like I want I want to I want to do an entrance but there wasn't like a place to do an entrance so I was like so I was um so I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna like introduce the show and then we're gonna play the long podcast theme as like the the thing so that I can go chuck on my clothes and then like start the show that was that was a very last minute decision that worked really well mainly because the long podcast episode is like three and a half minutes and it really only took me like I want to say a minute to get into the to all my stuff to get into all my stuff ugh what a joy what a joy anyway anyway so yeah i um i i did it i did 
I did the show. We moved around the venue. We <laughs> uh, did, did all the things. It was great. Um, so yeah, that we probably I probably didn't make the <laughs> the the um, the venue any money. Like like truly, I feel like people bought tickets, um, and I feel like the turnout was really good. It was packed. There were people standing, um, which she loved. Um, but I was just like. Like, like it's not a big venue, and so like the smallest amount of people really makes it sound seem like there's a lot of people, um, which was great, and it was wonderful. I had a blast. Um, the sound tech was nice. It was great, and we did it, and it was it was great. Um, some some like things that I noticed about doing the show this time is so I um this is just like helpful tips for people when you do your one woman show. Um, when you do your one woman show, Stacy. Um, so the so I wrote a I wrote a script because um, I'm doing it on October in in October I think on the 23rd of October at the Drayton Arms Theatre in London. Marge your calendars. Um, and so like they were like, can you write a script? And I was like, um, I don't have a script and I don't want to write a script. Um, but I ended up writing a script anyway just for my purposes and then um yeah I, I I just had a script and the show seemed much tighter it was like yeah one of my friends came up to me and I was like I wrote a script this year and she was like yeah it was it was really good <laughs> it was much much tighter it was I don't know it was just like it felt more like like very much like we're going here we're going here we're going here all of this has been practiced. It felt more like doing a show, like a musical, than it did like doing a concert. Um, which, yeah, was really nice. Um, ugh, ugh. um, my, my main thing about doing it is that it was just one night. And I feel like in, in my, like, in my economy of music, my musical economy, like, I practice much less than I perform. Um, that's just the way it is, everyone. I'm just naturally talented. But, like, yeah, the, the amount of time I spend practicing for a gig is usually much less than I, than I spend, like, playing the music, you know? Because, like, I'll learn, like, a piece in, like, like, like an hour or something, and then I will just play it for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, I, I think it's, it's just really interesting doing the thing and learning like because I, I was literally in rehearsals for this for like two weeks beforehand actually no like a, an entire month because I wrote the whole script and then I did a bunch of practice runs and then we had like a week off um where I couldn't work and then we did like like a, a bunch of runs last week and I recorded it a bunch and then I ran it through with people um and it was just like the the amount of work for one thing like one go round of it is like no that's that's not how I usually do things what is this and I feel like the pressure is like really like high when you're like oh you don't get to do this again like like maybe you get to do it again in October but that's like two that's twice you get to do it twice and I'm just like ugh, I just I wish I was doing like a run of it so that I could just have one that was just fucking terrible and then the rest could be just like really good like like by the end of the run I'm like ah I know what a choke is a choke a joke anyway anyway um so um 
Yeah, that was the that was the show. That was the show. Um, so other things that happened this week. Um, other things that happened this week. So the horizons from the um from the food festival posted their photos and uh, <laughs> they're fucking trash. <laughs> They're fucking trash. They're so fucking bad. I was like, like they posted, they posted their like the one photo that they had of me, which I assume is like the the best photo that they had of me, and it is um fucking trash. It's just shit. Like, and this is a photographer that they fucking paid. Um, which is like you know how I was saying a couple weeks ago that I was like, oh. The photographers for this are bad. Like, that's that that's just like the way it is. They're they're like, they're trash. All the photos look bad. That's just that's what this is. That's literally what this is. And I was like, I'm gonna wear. And I and I did say this like two weeks ago that I was like, I'm gonna wear a full beat. I'm gonna wear like a look, and it's just gonna be like a lot. So that even if the photos are bad, at least like I looked good for them. You know. And um, these photos, fucking bad. It's like one photo, um, and it's just like, oh, like I gave you everything and you gave me nothing, essentially. Um, and the worst part, it's by a woman. Oh, no, a lady took the photos and they're bad. Come on, hon. No, you can't do this to us. The sisterhood of the traveling pants. You can't do this to us. Uh, how dare you? Uh, honestly, how fucking dare you? Um, and I did like fully, fully fucking drag on my Instagram stories. And then I, uh, Realized that she follows me and I felt very bad. But at the same time, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you're better than this. Stop it. How is this, how is this photo? And I will, um, I, I posted it to my Instagram stories. You know what it looks like. It's terrible. And it's also in my like tagged things. If you want to look at my tagged things, it's like halfway through. It's just sort of like, how did you, how did you get that? It's so vanilla. It's so like pedestrian it makes what i was wearing bad like it like and i'm fully in like full regalia and it makes it look look bad and it's just like what what are you doing like there's i think my main issue with the with the photos in general this is me being just dragging this woman for taking these photos is that they aren't editorial like that's that's kind of like it and like I think with like with Rianne all of her photos are very editorial they're very much like the it, it's it's they're very edited they're very kind of they picked a theme they went for the theme like she, she does fantastic work because she edits a lot and she does a lot and she kind of like she isn't afraid to just like get in quite close or take like a just just take a take a just a, a picture that doesn't show the whole thing. Whereas, like, these photos literally look like they could have been taken on an iPhone. Like, they're... For some reason, they are, like, emotionless. They're all, like, full-body shots for some fucking reason. They're just, like... Ugh. They're just, like, low-quality, just bad. Like, just... Just trash. It's just, like... 
You know, and I, I just, I feel like, oh, okay, this is just me, but I feel like if you're going to pay a photographer to be at your event, you're paying them to, to, to take pictures that are interesting. Like, because otherwise you could literally just have your mom with her phone going around, like, just taking pictures. Like, otherwise you would just do that. Like, I don't, it's, it's trash. It's trash, and I'm really mad at it, but I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm just disappointed. Um, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like, I, I don't know. It's just sort of like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, th- this is what I expected. And I was kind of, I, I think I'm just really disappointed that I'm like, Oh, I put in literally all that effort. I got into just full drag at nine in the morning. And like, this is what you're giving me. Like, trash, trash. And I think they're going to pay me through fucking payroll. Like, they were just like, can you send us your national insurance number and date of birth? And I'm like, bitch. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. No, they're going to they're going to fully put their like horizons are fully going to put me on the the BBC payroll. They're going to take 20 percent out of the 80 pounds they were fucking paying me. I'm just like, oh, this is this is not for professional musicians. I understand that now. Okay, great. Thanks. But it's just sort of like. I don't know the fact that they gave us like an hour and a half like call time like my call time on Sunday last Sunday was like 10 a.m. and I didn't start until 11:30 and like I was like f- like fully a fucking hour early just at the stage ready to go like an like a full hour early and it's just sort of like oh why do I keep fucking showing up to things on time? Like, I, I didn't realize that it was a choice. I don't know. I'm just angry at other people for unprofessionalism. <laughs> Hi, it's me, a woman who just <laughs> just dragged a photographer <laughs> on her podcast who is now complaining about unprofessionalism. <laughs> Drag her! <laughs> no, but like, like yeah, I, I have the same thing with Hand in Hand. Um, we're like, for the Carla concert, like we were starting at seven, th- we were starting at eight thirty. I was like there, ready on the stage door by like five to like seven twenty-five. And like Mister Gay Wales, all he had to do was change his trousers and change his shoes, and um, he was five minutes late. And I'm just like, oh, what, what, what is like? I don't under, I don't understand how other performers. Can cannot show up on time. I don't. I don't get that. I don't get that. Um, also, I was like, I like truly. I was talking to one of the women who like organized the the Horizons thing afterwards, and I was like, oh, this is because all of your performers are eighteen to twenty two year olds. That makes sense. Like you have to give them like an hour and a half because they're children. Like they're not going to show up on time because you're literally picking children to work with every year. Like like that that's what it is. That's essentially what it is. Because like Horizons every year is like the youngest people in the world like doing a thing and it's just like why would you why would you choose that to work with? Like from a I think from a musical standpoint, but also from like like a professionalism standpoint I'd like if if you're gonna like pick an older performer that has been doing it for long enough and they will show up on time they will hit deadlines and they will probably 
do a much better job. Um, just saying, hi, thank you. Give me some money. Anyway, I worry that they're going to um, fully put me on a payroll and I won't get paid for three months. Um, but it's fine because I sent them a fucking invoice with, <laughs> I sent them a fucking invoice with my late payment fees. So watch out the BBC. <laughs> Watch out, the BBC. I will be coming for my 15% of um, 80 pounds. Again, they fucking paid me 80 pounds for that. <sighs> anyway, um, I've been hiding under desks recently. <laughs> this is something that I've noticed. So I went to the bank um, like to pay in after busking, and I was like talking to someone and I literally just like squatted underneath the desk halfway through a sentence <laughs> and I was like oh this is the second time in two weeks that I've done this <laughs> I think it's my new thing just like if there's a desk I'm gonna hide under it like on the other side I'm not even like behind the desk I'm in front of the desk just kneeling down um anyway anyway so I did a wedding yesterday uh Saturday all the way out in Swansea which is a drive um, and I realized the wedding this week and the wedding next week are both like on the peninsula of Swansea just like right in the middle of the sea just like a full hour and a half away like uh, remember last year when I was just driving for hours to go to gigs that's what this this next couple of weeks is going to be just me driving for hours to get to gigs um, yeah the wedding went well the wedding went fine it was good I brought snacks. I filled up my car the night before. It was great. Pumped up my tires the night before too. It was it was great. I did it. Well done me. Um, there were no bridesmaids, so the walk down the aisle was quick, and it was great. Um, and then I went to our friend and yours. <sighs> I now I can't remember her name. <laughs> story of my life is just forgetting people's names jesus um lily lily dooner um she had her like ep launch um i met her at um siren uh songwriting workshops um like last month and she was doing her ep and she came to my show on tuesday so i was like i'm gonna come to your thing on saturday i was the youngest person there no, I was the oldest person there. No, I was, like, the middle person there. Okay, so it was literally, like, her and a bunch of her friends. And I was like, oh, oh, I am, I am closer to your parents' age than, um, than, uh, but that's probably not true. These people were probably, like, 24, and I was like, I'm so old. I've never seen, um, Vine. What, what's, what's the thing? What's a TikTok? You know, I was just like, oh, I am um, a homeowner and significantly older than um, than uh, than a lot of these young people. I, I'm just like, and I'm like 26, and I was like, oh boy, everyone here is very young and um, still has a lot of life in them. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, like it was it was a great it was a great EP launch. She did it. She launched the EP. She did some singing. It was great. Um, but I was just like, oh. <laughs> I'm 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 out of my prime. <laughs> I'm heading into my prime, but I'm out of my younger prime. Anyway, um there 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 we go. And that's this week's episode in 30 minutes or less. The surprise announcement. I might maybe. I might uh, <laughs> I might take out the bit where I drag the photographer from Horizons, but at the same time I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Those are bad photos. I didn't have to pay for them, but at the same time it's like 
if you're gonna if you're going to do live music events and you're gonna take full length photos that are just emotionless iPhone like style photos don't fucking show up to work like I'm I'm just I'm just like I I just I I feel very betrayed that I was like because I like saw her and I was like oh like she was taking pictures like of my face and I was like I was posing and I was like oh these are these are gonna be great this lady knows what she's doing and then I like saw them and I was like oh this is this is bad why why would you bother why would you bother just get someone's iPhone out seriously just get someone's iPhone out like I I I I just. I just can't. I just can't. Like, ugh, ugh, yuck. It's also like, ugh, yuck. Anyway, <laughs> I'm keeping that in. Um, and I expect her to unfollow me and say something mean about me. Um, and I never want to work for BBC Horizons ever again. <laughs> I never want to work again. Thank you. Um, no, so yeah, um, I'm still mad. Um, I'm still mad. Anyway, the surprise announcement. Um, we recorded the show. Um, thank you. Someone just went, yes. Um, we recorded uh, Marge in the Moon, and it will be our 100th episode, or my 100th episode of this podcast. Um, yeah, isn't that fun? Isn't that great? Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm very excited. It sounds fantastic. Um, I brought my mixer and everything and we plugged it straight into the mixing desk and their mixing desk is good. Like, like the moon is not fucking around. <laughs> They're like, the sound quality is incredible. I'm like, oh, this is nice. This sounds good. Um, and yeah, I honestly, I cannot wait for you all to listen to it. It will probably, it will be our 100th episode and this is like, I think 94 or something. So you'll have to put up with me talking for six more episodes. Um, and then I was thinking maybe I would do like a, like, like just analysis of the show as like the next one. Just like, just cause like, I feel like recording it and being able to listen back to it with an audience, like I can see which bits worked and which bits didn't. Um, and I think just like a couple of, like a, like an episode that's just me chatting about my thoughts and opinions on it might be fun. Um, so yeah, let me know if you, if, if that would be a fun 101 episode. Um, otherwise stay tuned kids for a 100th episode. There will be a little, a little teaser, a little tiny teaser of the episode coming up right after now. Jesus, the level of enthusiasm. Can I have a spotlight on, please? <sighs> I'm home. Um, it is a one-woman show, and I couldn't afford a trumpeter, so you get a kazoo solo, and I get to keep the money. <laughs> the Metro thought it was an alter ego, so I'm clearly doing something right. Buckle up, everyone, it's gonna get sad. How about we fucking don't?
I did it. Yay.